course, like every other teenage kid, I had no idea what I wanted to do with my life. When I was 16 years old, I took off and drove across the country to Wyoming, went into the Wind River Range and discovered mountains. In 1973, Yvonne Chouinard founded Patagonia. I never wanted to be a businessman. All I wanted to do was do my craft and climb mountains. So then I had to figure out a way to where I was going to be a businessman, but I was going to do it completely on my own terms. Build the best product, cause no unnecessary harm, inspire and implement solutions to the environmental crisis. Join us at Patagonia.com. Welcome to the Dirtback Diaries, a duct tape and beer production. With additional support from New Belgium Brewing, Kuat Racks, and Chaco. I think travel's one of the few things that the more you spend on it, the richer you get. <laughs> Which is a cheesy quote I learned from one of those uh, horrible Instagram pictures, but I think it's true. This is adventurer Alistair Humphreys. Well, my first bike trip was when I was in my first summer holiday at university and I cycled knowing absolutely nothing at all um, over the Karakoram Mountains from Pakistan to China. And that just opened my eyes to how crazy and wonderful and addictive the world was and also how amazingly easy it is to ride over the Karakoram Mountains if only you just jump on a plane and turn up there with a bicycle. Since that first trip, Alistair has taken 20-plus trips. He's walked across India, a thousand miles through the largest sand desert in the world. He's biked 46,000 miles around the world in four years, rode across the Atlantic. But not all of the travels have been on the grand scale. In 2012, he stayed in his homeland of England and figured out adventures close to home, in part because he believes that anyone can do what he does. And he's continually trying to figure out ways to make the idea of adventure accessible to anyone. So I've been thinking about the stuff that stopped people having the adventures that they might dream of. And one of the biggest problems, of course, for going on big adventures is money. So I started to try and think of ways to show that you don't necessarily need loads of money. For example, I once walked across India following a holy river there. Um, I walked about 600 miles coast to coast through southern India. And that whole journey, including the flights, cost less than a thousand dollars. I cycled the length of Africa for less than a thousand dollars. I've cycled thousands and thousands of miles through Asia and South America for less than a thousand dollars. So part of me thinks that actually a thousand dollars is too much money. (laughs) A thousand bucks can still seem daunting. It gets less intimidating when you get a mason jar and start stashing a few bills at a time, or with the help of modern technology. You set up a a separate bank account and you automatically transfer $20 a week from your account to this wallet and it's an adventure saving account. Um, I think most people can manage $20 a week and if you can't then do $10 and spread it out a bit longer but $20 a week for a year which isn't a big deal turns into $1,000 which suddenly is a big deal and opens up a huge amount of possibilities of adventures you can go and do. The more I talk to people, the more I realize that actually $1,000 isn't the thing that limits people having adventures. What limits them is the far more difficult 
step of committing to actually making it happen and then getting out your front door and beginning and time and time again when I talk to different adventurers that is the thing that it's the only thing that separates them from normal people who dream of adventure but haven't actually done it one great example was a guy that I spoke to and he and his friend suddenly wondered one day how far do you think we could cycle for a thousand pounds they had normal jobs in London they weren't cyclists they weren't adventurers they weren't travelers they just had this crazy idea in a pub it's the sort of thing you might talk about in the pub, but they did the difficult thing of actually committing to it. They both quit their jobs, they bought rubbish bicycles, got on their bikes and started pedaling. And one guy quit in Russia and the other guy carried on and he made it all the way to Tokyo, Japan with a 15 pounds left in his pocket. I think it's very nice to dream of adventure. I think all of us would love to live a more adventurous life. And once you actually get into the habit of doing so, then you realize it's not such a big deal and is quite an easy thing to do. But until you start that process, I think it's very hard to, to let go of the things that society deems to be normal and sensible. Certainly before I set off to cycle around the world, I felt that peer pressure that I should be doing more sensible things with my life um, and I also felt quite strongly the fear of the failing of committing of telling people I was going to go do some big thing setting off on it failing coming home and getting mocked by people <laughs> I realized that bothered me more than the actual genuine difficulties and dangers of cycling around the world so I think they're mostly the mental hurdles and also it's just a bit of a hassle to decide you're going to go on a climbing expedition or kayaking journey. It sounds fun, but the practicalities, it's quite a lot of boring things you have to do. You have to cancel your electricity bills and sublet your apartment and all this boring stuff that means that often you just don't bother doing it and you just instead settle for listening to adventure podcasts instead of throwing your computer out the window, getting on your bike and cycling as far as you can. I think back on the journeys that I've spent money on in my life and I don't regret any of them. So I, I really think that for those of us who are fortunate enough to be able to get any spare time and spare money in our lives, then it's a privilege and an opportunity that's worth making a bit of effort to, to make it happen. We just had to replace the wall calendars in the office. I've had to cross out and rewrite the date on three checks already, all of which means it's time for our annual year of big ideas. While we hope you won't stop listening to Adventure Podcasts in 2015, here's to listening while you're sitting in your tent, waiting for a weather window or training for the adventure that you want to take. And here's to a year of committing to getting out there, wherever it may be. I'm Fitz Cahal, and you're listening to The Dirtbag Diaries. Happy 2015. This year, one of the goals that I want to achieve is to take another family trip into the wilderness. The last few years have just been an awesome experience of getting tip out into the wilderness and also just 
figuring out as a family how that works. And I realized like in those moments, those trips are very special, but they're also very special to me when we come back and looking back on those. And I just love having those memories. And so I just want to keep our commitment to that of, of getting ourselves out there. Another goal for the year is we just got Tepup on skis. And so I want to teach him the pizza wedge. Right now he's really into the French fries and going fast, but at some point he's gonna need to learn how to stop. And then the goal for myself this year is I'm going to train for a marathon. In 2015, I want to finish the restoration of this wood canoe that I've been doing for three years now and actually get it on the water and do some trips. I'm going to do a series of uh, short documentary films about people who compete at a high level in sort of niche sports like swooping and skydiving and the competition aspect of uh, professional tree climbing and endurance horseback riding where, where the riders will take Arabian breed horses and go 50, 75 or 100 miles even in, in one day. So I'm just interested in in the sports that don't get a lot of mainstream press and where the athletes don't get to make their living off the sport and they have to sacrifice, you know, time and money to, to do this thing that they're passionate about and they love, even though they're doing it at, at the highest levels in the world. So that's, that's sort of my focus for the next year is that series. My mom had a serious accident hiking in France a couple years ago where she almost died. She almost, she fell hiking and almost fell off a cliff. And since then she's been really, really scared and has been trying to get back on the horse at hiking. And this summer I want to spend like a week on the Pacific Crest Trail with her, kind of helping to get her back on the horse. For this year, I decided to go as non-goals. Um, in the past, I've been really good at making things happen and having like a ton of gold, you know, and I just take them off the list. And this year I decided I wanted to have things that were less linear like that. So my non-goals for this year are to be really generous with my listening and my attention to myself and to other people and to just celebrate what I've got going on already. So my goal for the year is, even though this is our ninth year, I'm really thinking towards getting the Dirtbag Diaries to 10 years. That was kind of the, what I thought about doing. I thought, wouldn't it be neat if this could last for 10 years, like probably the first year I started. And I didn't think it would really happen. And now I can kind of see the, the finish line. And um, and it's not, I don't mean to say it will be done, but just that at least that that goal could get ticked off. And that would be pretty, pretty dang cool. So that's my goal for 2015. Oh, and I, and I also want to try paraplaning. My upcoming year, I plan on doing at least three months on the road. Um, I might be able to squeeze it up to bump it up to four months if I can make my money last me long enough. And my other big idea that I want to do is start planning and building my own tiny home. Get a job. <laughs> That's about it. <laughs> uh, get a job, climb a lot, keep writing, uh, keep chasing dreams, and be in a position to ask other people what their goals are.
So I quit my job on January 1st, the job I've had for six years, and I'm looking to dedicate more time to ski guiding this winter, to spend more time in the mountains, less time on the computer. Also gonna try and dedicate a little more attention to a personal hobby of photography. And it's kind of a year of a blank slate with a lot of hope and excitement for what I can create this year. Basically, what we're looking at for 2016 is to head out to uh, Cochimo for hopefully for three months with the goal of getting the first ascent big wall. Basically, everything next year for me is working towards that. And I've just bought a ukulele, so I thought I'd learn to play that. It might, it might help. <laughs> yeah. At the beginning of every week, I'm gonna sit down with a calendar and write things down on it, and then I'm gonna do them. And I'm also gonna climb 10, 10 Ds. It's pretty clear, I guess, this year, since I'm moving in January to Hood River from Seattle. It's been six or seven years in Seattle in the big city, and I just got married in September, and we're both gonna, we've been wanting the smaller town, the outdoor access out the back door for a while. The goals would be any, the typical goals for when you move to a new place, you know, exploring new terrain. Like there's a ton of rivers down there that I want to get back on. I want to get back into whitewater kayaking and it's creating community, you know? So that's, yeah, that's the settling in is kind of the, the idea for this year. When women learn that I kayak, that I'm a kayaker, they always say, oh my gosh, I've always wanted to do that. And I always say, I would love to teach you because I love teaching roles. Like I love how to teach roles. I know how to do it really well because I took like seven years to get mine. I can now teach them in like an hour. And then it usually stops there and we like go about our life. So the, um, I met someone on New Year's Eve who said, you know, that dialogue occurred. And then she called me and was like, how about Friday? Let's go to the pool session. And then we did and she learned a role. And I just remembered how much I love to teach that and how exciting it is. I can like gather a crew of, of beginning kayakers to go out with. So my goal is to teach the women that I've met here in Asheville, I'm new to Asheville, to go to the pool with them and give them all my gear and teach them how to roll. What I really want to focus on is just taking the time to find the quiet space to continue to listen to my heart and maybe that'll mean training for something big or going out on some massive adventure and maybe it'll be scaling it back a little bit I'm not sure but I really want to make sure that the common theme is taking those little quiet times and spending time really paying attention to my surroundings and enjoying the moments in nature instead of just crashing through and getting up there faster or going stronger or going harder you know trying to write more and swing a hammer less. The other thing is I'm in the wake of the trip that Riley and I took, a lot of people have come up to me and just said how inspiring the whole thing was to them. And man, I wish I could do that with my kid or I need to do that with my kid. So what it's prompted me to do is to start a nonprofit centered around taking folks out into uh, the wilderness that don't ordinarily head that direction on their own. Yeah, I've got some pretty big goals, I guess. I'm going to finish my third book, 
and this one's going to be a full-length novel memoir type book, so I'm pretty excited about that. And I want to do a big book tour across the United States. I have two goals for 2015. One is to run a 50-mile race, and the other is to stay healthy and uninjured. Not sure which one's going to be harder. To try to inspire everyone that I meet to take a chance and uh, not be afraid to fail. So approach each person that I meet with loving kindness and try to inspire them to, to make goals and achieve their goals. And burpees. To throw up from doing burpees every day in 2000. What year is it? 15? 2015, I'm going to do 2015 burpees. And I'm going to try to drink a little bit less beer, maybe, this year. We'll see how that goes. Is that good? Done? Thank you to everyone who shared their goal with us this season. We always love getting excuses to catch up with the Diaries family at the end of the year. If you want more tips and inspiration from Alistair planning your own adventure, visit his website, alistairhumphreys.com. You can also find the links at our website, dirtbagdiaries.com. Music today by Publish the Quest, a single voice in Ketza. You may remember Publish the Quest from our So Dad episode. They just came out with a new album called A Thousand Kinds of Gold. Check it out. It's awesome. All the other music we used today comes from Free Music Archive and Mevio's Music Alley. As always, we've posted the links to all the artists on our website, dirtbagdiaries.com. Speaking of websites, thanks to your contributions, we now have a new beautiful website that shows off my little brother Walker's artwork and lets you easily track down old episodes. Thank you so much. We could not have done that without the support that you guys provide. If you want to make a donation, you can find the pledge button in the upper right-hand corner of our website. Support for the Diaries comes from the good people of Patagonia. They've made clothing out of organic cotton and recycled polyester for years, and now they're taking their commitment to responsible manufacturing a step further with a line of garments made from reclaimed cotton, wool, and down. Learn more at patagonia.com. Support also comes from Chaco. For 25 years, they've been fit for any adventure that you want to take. Follow them on Twitter at ChacoUSA. Additional support comes from New Belgium Brewing, who encourages you to follow your folly. And from Kuat Racks, makers of a better bike rack. Check them out online at kuatracks.com. This episode was produced by Becca Call, Jen Altschul, and me, Fitzkoff. You've been listening to the Dirtbag Diaries. Thanks for tuning in. Happy New Year.